We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Salute to NBA Nation on this Sunday evening, afternoon, wherever you guys are at. The Thriller in Manila. The bronze medal game between Team Canada and Team USA. The game that nobody was awake to see live. Well, this one went to the north. 127 to 118. Team Canada led by the superstar Dylan Brooks and the real superstar Shea Gilgis Alexander and our guy RJ Barrett, man, sent their team home with the bronze medal and for team usa they are coming back to the united states with nothing goose egg stones we got to talk about it man lock in another edition of the nba report and the Knicks fan tv simulcast the final episode of our fiba world cup coverage hit that like button hit the share button and subscribe to the channel your boy cp the franchise here solo dolo let's talk about it all right salute to everybody in the chat wherever you guys are watching nba report Knicks fan tv salute to you guys always appreciate you guys tapping in with your boy i know some of you guys are watching football it is football sunday so this will be a rapid-fire show. I'm going to get back and watch the games. The games so far have been pretty lackluster. For you Giants and Jets fans, you know what time it is. It's all about the Sunday night and Monday night football games. But for now, we'll, we'll get through, you know, what if you want to call this football, what we're watching a week on. So far, it's been a boring one. But anyway, USA and Canada, the matchup everybody was looking for, the thriller in Manila. The Dollar Tree thriller in vanilla, if you will. And with Canada shooting out and leading by as much as 13 points, USA was able to clap back. But this one really came down into the final minutes. And the final minutes were quite entertaining. Canada, the USA finds themselves down by four points. You got McCall Bridges at the line. 
hits one, intentionally misses the second, gets the tip-out rebound, and hoists up a corner three for the ages to send this one into overtime. But that was all she wrote for the United States in terms of excitement and their chances. Because Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Dylan Brooks were brilliant for this entire game and hit dagger after dagger after dagger to send the USA home packing with nothing. Excellent job by Team Canada. Excellent tournament run by Team Canada. And their guys were absolutely brilliant, man. You know what? Dylan Brooks... Had a team high for Canada with 39. But I got to start this thing with SGA, with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Watching this kid play on this stage through Canada's run. Cool, calm, collected. The poise. We've seen this as as NBA fans, NBA watchers. But just seeing him operate and shredding this Team USA defense was something to watch. 31 points for Shea. 11 of 20 from the field. 8 of 8 from the charity stripe, 12 assists, 6 rebounds. Superstar performance. We heard from our guy Arash Madani, who covers Team Canada for Sportsnet, who we talked about the fact that this is a mega star in our midst. Put some respect on his name. And, and for, for this reason, he took our best shots. And sliced us up. When I mean our best shots, they had McCall Bridges guarding them, cooked them. And McCall Bridges is one of the best wing defenders in the NBA. Top three, whoever, however you want to slice it. Might, probably number one in my book. Best wing defender in the NBA. No problem for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They sent the double teams at him. He would find Dylan Brooks knocking down three after three. They would send more doubles at him. He would anticipate the double coming and immediately attack the basket and make something happen. Cerebral game for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. If you enjoy the game, if you enjoy basketball, watch that performance today. Spectacular. I talked about it on this show. You can't speed him up. He marches to the beat of his own drum. He's able to change speeds, change directions with, with smooth and cunning. Man, excellent, excellent performance by Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And then you had Dylan Brooks, because off of most of the USA's double teams, Shea's dumping it off to Dylan Brooks, and he's making a play. He's knocking down threes, or he's attacking the basket, or he's attacking the mismatches, which a lot of times was either Austin Reeves or Jalen Brunson. Let's keep it a buck. Those were the two weakest links on Team USA's defense, and team after team went right at them. USA likes to switch a lot. A lot of times they were trying to get Brunson and Reeves in the post or just on a mismatch where they could burn them one-on-one. A lot of times. A lot of times. And that they were able to use that for the, to their advantage. Dylan Brooks, a game-high 39 points. 12 of 18 from the field, 7 of 8 from downtown, and 5 assists. Mississauga's own came to deliver, and he did. He talked about before the game, after the game, how much he was getting hyped for this game. He wanted to put on for his country. He wanted to fight for his guys. And it's hard to to mentally prepare for a game when, when you're out of the gold medal running for both teams. 
But for Team Canada, man, give him credit. They stuck with it. Dylan Brooks was a leader in that regard. And he wanted this one. He wanted to make a statement to knock this Team USA team off. And he did just that. He was brilliant today. Brilliant. On both ends of the floor. And the most ironic thing about Brooks, which was so funny, was that in the beginning of this tournament, when they're in Jakarta, Indonesia, when they get to the Philippines, he's getting booed. Dylan Brooks is getting booed out there. And by the end of this tournament, he's getting MVP chance. And shout out to the people of Manila. They're always great basketball fans. The Philippines, bas- rabid, avid basketball fans. And they were great. They, they definitely deserved this tournament and to see good basketball. And they got just that. So by the end, Dylan Brooks was truly the MVP for Team Canada. Hey, salute to Team Canada, man. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a proud American, but I rock with the, with the Maple Leafs, man. I told you guys, I got family up there. I was out there last week watching uh, uh, Canada and Spain. Yeah, I might crack a Molson ice or something to, uh, to, to celebrate with my folks up there. Shout out to all my cousins out there. They might be watching right now. They should be watching right now. But let's talk about our guy, R.J. Barrett, because he also would deliver for Team Canada, man. 23 points for star J. Broadway Barrett. 8 of 16 from the field, 4 of 8 from downtown, 7 boards, 2 dimes, a plus 21 on the night, uh, one of the team highs, a plus 21 on the night. Great game by R.J. I thought he was great. I thought he was great. He was efficient. He was knocking down his shots, got to the free throw line. And hit the dagger in overtime to really seal it against his USA uh, uh, comrades. Uh, Once again, Shea Gilgis operating, finds RJ top of the key three, knocks it down, bang, bang. See you later. And that was that. So great job by RJ. You know, one of the things I really liked about RJ's game is that you know, not the typical lefty drive to the basket or even the wide open threes. He had one play earlier in this game where he just simply went left off of a screen. He caught the ball on the elbow, went left off of a screen and knocked down a nice little mid-range, a nice little step back mid-range over Walker Kessler. I like that move by R.J. Barrett, man. When we talk about it, you got to be very careful with the highlights because FIBA is on it like white on rice. They are on it. There's a good chance this, this video gets taken down, then I got to put it back up without the highlights. But for right now, we'll take a chance because we're trying to illustrate the picture for the people. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Subscribe to the channel. That nice little lefty mid-range step-back jumper, bring that to the NBA, RJ. We need that. Mix it up a little bit. I like that play. But overall, he was solid, man. He was solid. He got a chance to guard our guy Jalen Brunson. He got a chance to guard. I mean, he was guarding a couple of guys, but he he was definitely on Brunson a couple times. And so it was a good matchup. RJ goes home with the bronze medal and takes that home to the family, man. Great, great job by RJ Barrett. And Team Canada. One twenty-seven to one eighteen. Team Canada gets the bronze, and USA goes home with nothing, guys. 
Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. Because outside of the the game that Mikal Bridges had, and you know what? Ant-Man had the most points. He had 24 points. Reese had 23. But they were so woeful on the other end of the court. I got to still give Mikal Bridges player of the game for Team USA. Ant-Man, he's got to work on a shot selection. He goes shot hunting way too much. His coach has called him out on that on the J.J. Reddick podcast. He's got to make better reads in terms of how he reads the defense and approaches the game. His mental approach has to change. That has to mature. Way too much shot hunting, and defensively, he was woeful. He, he called out Team USA's defense after this game, and he was one of the leaders of it. His defense was terrible in this game. Austin Reeves, same way. But Mikhail Bridges, man, once again, 19 points, 6-12 from downtown, 6-12 uh, from the field, 3-6 from downtown, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Mikhail Bridges was great, but not good enough because Team USA can't defend your grandmother. They give up 127 points to Canada. They give up, how much points do they give up to, um, to Germany and to Lithuania? Their defense was abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. You can't get stops. You're not going to win. They want to switch on everything, and they're getting abused out there. They're getting absolutely abused. Here was Steve Kerr in terms of Team USA's uh, approach and defense, especially on one Shade Gilgis Alexander. Here was Steve Kerr after the game. Here he goes. Steve is the coach who deployed the double team against Shea, and Mikhail is someone who is often in those double teams. It's what makes him so difficult to guard when the game's on the line like that. Um, he's just, he's nice. Um, he's just slithery, knows how to get out. You know, get away and get away from you. Um, you know, he's first team, I think, you know, for a reason. So, uh, yeah, he's just tough. I mean, he's an unbelievable player, and he's just really good. Yeah, he's he's the one who who guarded him, Mikhail. He's got the best uh, perspective. Um, but we, we tried everything, you know. Uh, when we doubled him, you know, Brooks was making threes. When we didn't, he was making his pull-ups, so... Um, Give those guys credit. They both played great. He said, we tried everything. Think about that. You got one of the best defenders in all of the NBA, the best wing defender in the NBA, one of the best coaches in the NBA championship coach. And think about where Shea Gilgis-Alexander ranks amongst the game's best, where you have two of these guys absolutely flummoxed could not solve the puzzle all night. He abused Mikal Bridges. He shredded the double teams. Made, he made every right read in this game against Team USA's defense. They switched on him, killed him. They doubled him, found Dylan Brooks, found RJ for open jumpers. They send a delayed blitz. He's attacking the paint so that the defense can't get to him. Attack the paint. Force the defense to rotate. You find some more open guys. Shea Gilgis Alexander carved them up all night long. And so despite Mikhail Bridges' heroics, and, and this was a good one too, man. Check, check this out. Shout out to the announcers of this game. 
because um, I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't get a chance to look up who these announcers were, but they went absolutely ballistic on this Macau Bridges play. Check this out right here. Macau Bridges, like I said, um, down by four. Team USA down by four. He hits the first free throw, and check this out what happens next. Here's Macau Bridges. Oh, a good miss. The USA got it. Bridges from the corner. You have got to be kidding me. Unbelievable. And this is this right here is RJ. This is RJ's mom on the right side. RJ Barrett's mom. I'm not sure who who that is on the left. That might be his grandma. This is RJ Barrett's mom on the right hand side. Absolutely stunned at what just happened. And shout out to the commentator. He he went ballistic. He was in his Gus Johnson bag. Michael Rogers. That was hilarious. That's a soccer call, right, TM? That was hilarious, man. Hilarious. I, I thought all the FIBA commentators were great, man. They they called it down the middle, very precise with the with the with the uh, analysis of the game. I thought they were great. But that that was a, a funny call, man. That was a funny call. But but I say that to say, despite that, that was their best moment because after that, this game goes into overtime and SGA rips off the first seven points for Team Canada and that was it. Good night, the lights. Good night, the lights. For Team USA, a couple guys are out. No pa- Pablo Boncaro, no Brandon Ingram, and no Triple J. They started Walker Kessler at the five. You know, mixed bag. We were looking for him earlier in the tournament. So... There it is. There it is. So, again, with Team USA, where do you guys feel like this went wrong? Is this a failure for Team USA? They're going home with nothing. They sacrificed the entire offseason. These guys sacrificed the entire summer to go out to the Philippines, make the trek, a far trek, Abu Dhabi first, Philippines all over, and come home with nothing. USA hasn't won this tournament since 2014. Shout out to Germany. Germany and Schroeder and those guys won it. Shout out to them. Well deserved. The most losses for Team USA, three, since 2002. And there it is. Coming home with nothing. And this was an interesting comment by Rudy Gay. In case you guys care what Rudy Gay thinks, he says, nothing to do with coaching or whether it's a B or C team. These other countries have players that would die to be there. We have players that were chosen. What do you guys think about that comment by Rudy Gay? I think it's a little bit of both. The talent is that our A talent, as you'll see in the Olympics, because once the Olympics comes... You're going to have everybody on there. So, no, it's not our A team that could just go in and bulldoze everybody. Yes, you can question some of Steve, Steve Kerr's tactics and decisions in terms of rotations. Sure, all fair. But, but I don't just think it's just country pride and passion as to why Team USA lost. They had the talent to win it. They had the talent to win it, despite being a hodgepodge group being thrown together Within three weeks and, and coming together and, and, and to win, they made it to the to the knockout stage. They had the talent to get the job done. 
They couldn't get the stops. For a team that you just threw together, they made it far. So it's not just about, well, the country pride and these guys have passion. Yes, that is true. That is true. I mean, you take a look at, you know, as I said, Germany won the won the tournament. But take a look at some of the emotion from this game from Team Serbia, from Germany. I mean, you had the Serbians in tears. That's what he means by country pride. And he's he's absolutely right on that. He's absolutely right on that. But... And you see the Germany coach, man, he was stressed out even after the win. And my guy had to take a breather in the corner somewhere. He was so overwhelmed with the pressure. So as you see for some of these countries, man, this is their life. This is their pride. This is their, they, they, they want to put on for the country. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. But at the same time, a lot of these teams, as, as was said on the, on the broadcast, they have chemistry. They come together every summer. They're practicing together. They're getting to know one another. They're coming together. They're playing games. They have chemistry. Team USA, we can't do that. We have way more responsibilities. Got to get to the bag. Got to get your sponsorship money. Got to get to, you know, summer league. Got to do your endorsements. It's just different. So our, our process in terms of getting teams together is a lot different than every other team. These guys come to the dance as a well-oiled machine. Now, it's still no excuse. They still, to me, had the talent to win it. 
But they had their weaknesses were exposed. They were exposed. So yeah, Germany won. Germ Germany won. Germany beat Serbia and are taking the gold home. And boy, oh boy, all over the FIBA Twitter handles and all over world champs, world champs. You know, everybody's still on that Noah Lyle stuff with the world champs because USA got knocked out and all that. I guess, whatever, you, you know, if you want to take stock into that, that's okay. So it's clear that the World Cup is not a priority for the U.S. NBA players. The Olympics are. And when the Olympics rolls around, you're going to see probably the chef and Tatum. And I think maybe they'll get Embiid on the team and it'll be Dame. And maybe LeBron will jump in for one more. You know, he can't help but being on the main stage at all times. So maybe LeBron jumps into the mix. It'll be a completely different team. Maybe it's Bam. You know, maybe Bam jumps into Donovan Mitchell. So you can expect Team USA to retool and bring a, a, a better team to the, to the dance. But to come home with nothing, it's still an L. It's, it's a major L. It's still a major L to come home with nothing. These guys sacrificed their offseason, their summer and everything. And that's that. JJ says a lot of teams didn't have its eight players. Yeah, look, Serbia. Serbia didn't have Jokic. Serbia didn't have Jokic. Nikola Jovic had a, had a great uh, tournament as well. He's, he's going to be a player for the Miami Heat. Uh, House Font says Embiid isn't a U.S. citizen. He is. He, he's a uh, U.S. citizen, French, and Cameroon. So he's got options. Ralph Squateri says, not our talent, poor choices on personnel. We were way too small for FIBA. They needed a real center. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Yeah. A thousand eyes says, none of these players are getting an invite back to Paris. No, look, I, I think I think players will be back. I think uh, Mikhail Bridges will be on that team if, if, if they want to be. I think Mikhail Bridges will have a spot. I think Anthony Edwards will have a spot. Maybe a guy like a Josh Hart. Brunson, we'll see, depending on how many guards they bring on. Halliburton could get on. That's probably it. And, and maybe probably Triple J. Jaron Jackson Jr. So, that's that. But, I mean, look, this is the process that USA comes to the dance with, whether it's World Cup or Olympics. They throw the team together and hope that the talent can win out. And in these situations, as you see, the world has caught up. The world has caught on. They have talent as well, but, but they have chemistry. They have chemistry. And that's a tough thing for the USA to put together on short notice. So you could expect the USA to retool. How will Team Canada retool for next summer? Here was Dylan Brooks, courtesy of, of our guy Arash Madani. Here was D Dylan Brooks on how he intends to recruit Canada's best to Paris. Here he is. Um, now, what's your recruiting pitch after, after tasting this all summer with a medal around your neck? What's your recruiting pitch to the dudes who aren't here about locking it in for 2024? 
We want gold. Uh, we know each and every team's reing up, you know, for the Olympics. And, you know, we haven't been to the Olympics since 2000, since our, you know, general manager's been there running around, flying around. So, um, you know, we just, we just want the best team possible that we can put out there um, and, you know, compete at a high level. Um, and, you know, we got, we got a great coach in Jordy um, that, you know, you know, loves Canada, loves, you know, working with us, has, you know, great schemes, you know, great patience, um, you know, great camaraderie for us and, you know, keeps us engaged. So, you know, we have all the pieces, all the tangibles, um, you know, we just got to, you know, be ready throughout the season, you know, keep getting better each and every, each and every day, each and every month. And then, you know, when we come back together, you know, it's, it's locked in. It's, it's ready to go get that goal. All right. So that was Dylan Brooks. And what will Team Canada look like next summer? Jamal Murray, paging Jamal Murray. Matherin. Wiggins. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this Canada roster takes shape. But I like their approach. You got to like how they're built. With Brooks and Dort, defensively, they're stout. You got Kelly Olynyk, the captain of the team. He'll be there. I like Kelly Olynyk's game. He's got a FIBA type of game. He's a player I always wanted on the Knicks. And obviously, it starts with the head of the snake, SGA, R.J. Barrett as well. thought R.J. Barrett finished the tournament very well, especially from, me, from an efficiency standpoint. Now, for Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, uh, 10 points for Hart on 22 minutes. 4-4 four, four from the field, two dimes. You know, Josh Hart type of game, try to get it, get active on both ends of the court. Was another person who couldn't slow down SGA, who could. Jalen Brunson, 13 points, 5-11 from the field. Two assists for Brunson as well. Uh, they made it tough for him. You know, he, 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 he got his opportunities, he got his buckets, but uh, Lou Dort was a, was a tough one. Lou Dort was guarding Brunson for the majority of his game, and Lou Dort's tough. They, they sent a lot of their size after Brunson Dort, uh, Dylan Brooks, and R.J. Barrett. Those were the guys that found themselves on Jalen Brunson a lot of the times. SGA guarded him all sparingly, but he had a lot of size. He had a lot of length and wingspan on Brunson, so they made it tough on him. And once again in crunch time, he, he found himself back into the game in overtime when Josh Hart fouled out. But... Wasn't enough. It's not even the offense. Again, it's not even the offense. USA could not stop anybody over the last three games. And this is why they're going home with nothing. They couldn't play defense. Couldn't play defense. So, there that is. Now, this game started at 5.40 a.m. Eastern time. I don't know who was up watching it live in the U.S. I certainly wasn't. I decided to uh, catch the replay. I was on a replay gang. Went out last night, took the lady out last night, had a nice, nice dinner. Then tapped into some UFC 293. Who saw UFC 293? I don't know if you guys are UFC heads in the chat. But my guy Israel Adesanya lost the strap last night, lost the belt. Shout out to Sean Strickland. Excellent fight game plan by Sean Strickland, taking the middleweight championship from Israel Adesanya, number six ranked middleweight in the world. That's why I rock with UFC too, man, because it's unpredictable. You know, boxing is just like, ah, you know, the boxing heads, we saw the Spencer and Crawford fight, didn't live up to the hype as you expected. And uh, it's just, you know, it, it doesn't have that, that aura of unpredictability 
like UFC does. The UFC, anybody can get their head knocked off at any time in any round. And, and Adesanya almost lost in the first round. Bo Ismail in chat says, Izzy got worked. Yeah, he did. I don't know what it... After, after, after he got his chin checked in the first round, I, I, I thought he was a bit scared. Thought he was a bit scared of uh, of Strickland, who's who's not known to be a power puncher, but is an accurate striker, and and accurate he was. <laughs> Tapped Izzy's jaw, and that was that. So there, that is, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit the subscribe button. One twenty-seven and one eighteen, the USA goes down to Canada. We the North going home with the bronze. An excellent job once again by Team Canada getting the program back on the map and getting a medal. They qualify for the Olympics. They go home with a bronze medal. Win, win, win. Get the, get the uh, program back on track. And a memorable, memorable run in this World Cup. Get a medal in the World Cup for the first time. There you go. Hats off to them. As I said, a memorable time for Team Canada. And for you guys at home, man, check out today's sponsor, NBA 2K Mobile, because we just talked about Canada's memorable FIBA World Cup run. Well, our friends at NBA 2K Mobile want you to create your own memories on this game. Go ahead and download it in the App Store or the Google Play Store, NBA 2K Mobile. Pretty much have it your way in terms of fantasy basketball. You guys know my team is the Knicks, but on NBA 2K Mobile, my Nick team right now is comprised of Damian Lillard, Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Jason Tatum, uh, Bill Russell, and John Collins. Now, how do you get that? Because in NBA 2K Mobile, with, the, with their virtual cards, when you unlock, when you ach- accomplish different objectives in the game, or you play different modes, such as the drills or the cruise, where you can create your own character and play three on three, five on five, or you play the tourney mode and, and complete games, you unlock virtual cards. When you flip the cards over, that's when you get access to classic players, present-day players, all-stars, Hall of Famers, so on and so forth, and then you can mix and match your team that way. So it's a real cool experience. It's free to play, and so all you got to do is go to the App Store, go to the Google Play Store, and download NBA 2K Mobile, and for our viewers, use this code Tatum. 2K Mobile for an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl Tier card. Once again, that's Tatum, T-A-T-U-M, 2K Mobile, M-O-B-I-L-E, for an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl Tier card. All right? So salute to everybody in the chat, man. So this one is over in the books. And that was that. I, I thought the tournament was still good, even though USA is coming home with nothing. I enjoy the tournament. I like to see different teams mix it up. I'm a guy that roots for the underdogs as well. So, you know, Serbia had a good run. Germany obviously winning it. Lithuania had their moments in the sun. Spain, Canada. It's nice. It was nice to see. But for Team USA, they got to get their act together, get the team in order, and get back to American dominance in the Olympics. But either way, man, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let's uh, enjoy the rest of this football Sunday. Let's go Giants. Let's go Jets. And remember that this show is available in audio podcast format, man. No reason to miss it. Catch it on all major podcast platforms. We got you covered. Their number one show for the fans by the fans. Number one podcast for the fans by the fans. This is the NBA Report. And also, 
Knicks Fan TV. So now the World Cup is out the way. We will get you guys ready for the NBA season with nonstop content on both channels. So make sure you hit the like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel. That's how you support us. That's how you tap into the YouTube algorithm so that we get more people in the chat, more people on the on the phone lines, on the Discord to get it in, man. So anyway, have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and enjoy the rest of your week. See you the franchise. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.